Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Augie of the Blago Blabber Podcast. I'd like to welcome everyone to yet another episode. Uh, today is uh, today we're gonna I'm gonna discuss uh, a little bit of the winter transfer window that's coming up very soon. I'm gonna focus on um, as most of you know, I usually do either uh, Red Star Belgrade or Arsenal. I'm gonna focus on Red Star Belgrade because I think that. The club is in an interesting predicament, so to say. Um, the results are still there, but the the play of the team has dropped off almost completely since the start of the season. You might even say that this season hasn't been um, as good as the last few, and it's, it's very true. I mean, the wins are still there. Uh, one loss in the league. Uh, one loss in, in Europa League group stage, but the team isn't playing very well. Uh, and there's, you know, different reasons for that. It's interesting, actually, because the team has played better when they've been down, you know, two or three of the main players on the team. Uh, this year's just been very different. Um, Milos Milovic, who was an assistant manager, left. Um, he's the manager at Hammerby now uh in Denmark. Yeah, I think I believe it's Denmark. Um or Sweden, I could be wrong. Uh, apologies. Um but he was responsible for for a lot of the formations and kind of what the team does in both segments of the game, offensively and defensively. And I think a lot of people I mean, the folks who know uh, football and Red Star knew knew that he was a big part of the, of the team. I remember seeing him on the bench and he was one of the first, he was the first actually um, assistant manager or manager period to wear uh, like um, ear, ear pods. And I used to think, I'm like, what the heck is this guy doing? I've never seen this before in my life um, with new technology and, and stuff like that. But uh, he was he was a pivotal part in what Red Star did last season. I think he was a pivotal part in Red Star almost getting by uh, AC Milan last you know, in the round of 32, I think it was, yeah, round of 32, uh, Europa League last year. Uh, he was the main um, guy who kind of put forth, you know, how the team plays. Like I said, formations, points of attack, weaknesses, strengths, things like that. And uh, as soon as he left, I knew this was going to be very difficult for the team going forward. I didn't think it was going to be this difficult, but I knew that, you know, there was some things that, that would need to change um, going forward with the team because, you know, he's kind of gone and, and you know, you're going to have to bring in someone to replace him. And the team, like I said, has just hasn't looked very good this season at all in the domestic league or in Europe. Um, just very, almost boring to watch, so to say. Um, we've missed with transfers this entire, this last summer window. We've missed pretty much every transfer that we've made. You can argue the last two seasons have been really bad. Uh, after pretty much nailing everything the previous two or three um and sometimes that just happens uh literally the the first season i think it was 17 18 when we made um europa league we we literally nailed every every transfer that we made every every player that was brought in played a pivotal part in getting to europa league and now it seems like the guys that we brought in can't even get on the bench so as of um uh december 31st 2021 three players are out of contract so uh, Louis Diony returns to um, Angers, which is in in the French league. So he's he's only on loan, and 
you know, Stankovic has been asked, um, you know, kind of what's going on with Diony, and he just kind of said, I really don't know, to tell you the truth. Uh, and when a manager, usually a manager doesn't answer like that. And even if he didn't know, you know, managers sometimes just make something up and say, it was, he, he's literally said, I have no idea what's going on. Something about a headache or something like that. So his contract is done, um, or his loan spell is done at the end of December. So he will return back to France. Uh, and, and I think that's the best solution for both, for Diony and Red Star. He just hasn't lived up. Uh, I, I don't even want to say hype, but he just hasn't produced much. He hasn't produced at all for the club, basically. Uh, at all. Um, Alex Vukanovic is another player whose contract is up. And uh, Slavljub Cernic. So Alex Vukanovic has kept his mouth shut. He just kind of works. He plays when he gets minutes. Uh, his, he voiced his concern, I think, once saying that, you know, there's no one who's playing ahead of me that's really producing. So how come I'm not getting a chance? And I respect him for it, but he's he's pretty much kept quiet since. And he's been at the club for, you know, two, well, almost three years. Uh, he came in January eight, January 18th, 2019. So he won't be at the club three years because his contract will probably, well, I mean, he's out of a contract and he won't sign. So uh, Slavoj Pesanic, he's been a player who's, you know, right midfielder, but he's playing a lot of defensive midfield for Stankovic. Uh, it seems like every big match, you know, he's kind of there for. Um, Stankovic loves his type of, the type of player that he is, and he uses him in big matches. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. I don't think he's returning with the club either. Um, honestly, we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to um, Trukarički, which is where he had, I can't say it's best success, but it's where he really burst onto the scene. And he was great there. Uh, if we look forward to kind of the the summer of uh, 2022, uh, Milan Rodic, Marko Gobelic, Milan Gajic, and Radovan Pankov are all, all out of contract, and they all are in the back line. So Milan Rodic is a starting left back, and Gobelic and Gajic split pretty much the right back position. So uh, one guy starts a bunch of games, and then the other guy starts, and, and vice versa. Uh, so when Gobelic was out, Due to suspension, Milan Gajic is, is the only guy who can, you know, kind of alternate with him. Uh, Radovan Pankov, I really don't know what's going to happen with him. I assume that he's not going to sign a contract, a new contract. Uh, he'll be on his way out. I mean, there's still time. There's still another six, seven months. We'll see what happens. Maybe he signs and then eventually gets sold. Maybe next winter. Um, but the, the right-back situation, I think, needs to be resolved because sure we have another six months but you know we can't wait for for guys to leave the club and then look for a potential replacement that needs to be done you know this winter and if the guys are signed they need to be signed this winter so we're not left you know in june scrambling t to sign guys to new new contracts if it were up to me i would like let marco gobelich walk i just don't think he's good enough for this team um he's someone who started as pretty much a striker when he first came up and then he slowly drifted back um, right midfield and then right back and I think even played some defensive mid in his early time in the Reds, at Red Star. So he came on July 1st, 2017. So he's been here for, for a while. Uh, he's enjoyed some of the best, best success that Red Star has had in, you know, 20 odd years. And he's just not good enough. Uh, picks up a lot of red cards in, in Europa League that cost us matches and you know, there's just not enough, 
I mean, you can't keep a player like that on the roster. I mean, I don't. He has heart, but uh, the skill just isn't there. Milan Gaic, honestly, I like him, but he hasn't really lived up to potential as well. He'll have two or three really good games, and then he'll have six where he's um, just out of it, just not contributing in any way defensively and offensively. Uh, I would, I think he's going to demand uh, a pay a pay raise, um, and if that's the case. I think you have to explore the market a little bit and see if you can bring in someone else. Um, if, if we can't, then I think that you know the team might be uh, kind of stuck with Gaich. I don't, I don't necessarily view it like that. Like I said, I like the guy. Just he has to get some consistency going. Like I said, he'll have three or four really good matches, and then he'll have three or four where he's just nowhere to be seen. Um, Pankov, look, uh, Dragovic is here. And he's a class better than everyone else on this team at that position. Irakovic is getting more and more playing time. Uh, so that's another guy that you can kind of pair, pair with Dragovic. The question is, how long will Dragovic be here for? You can, I mean, he's he's better than a lot of the competition we play in, in the domestic league. And he's really, he's been probably the best player even in Europa League. So we'll see maybe teams start calling about him. I think his contract is for another like two or three seasons, two or three years, I should say. Um, so we'll see what, what the, what happens with him. But um, yeah, uh, he's kind of the only uh, center back. So his contract is until 2024, uh, June 30th, 2024. And he's 30. So he's kind of getting up there in age, but he still has a lot of good football left. So if you're going to pair him with Irakovic, I don't mind that at all. Um, if Pankov is out of the fold, then, you know, you always... Maybe you bring on someone from the U21s or from Grafiatrad, who is the um, affiliate club of, of Red Star Belgrade. We'll see how long that goes on for as well, because they kind of want to, I think they want to break off from Red Star as well and just kind of do their own thing. They're having really good success in, in the second tier, although they've taken a step back this season. But um, but yeah, we'll see what happens there. And, you know, you have guys like, um, like I mentioned, Irakovic, who you can get a center back and then it was a player from Sheriff actually. Sheriff, the, the club that beat Red Star in, in um, Champions League qualifying. Red Star was interested in acquiring their center back as well. I forget his name right now. Apologies, but um, he's going to have a lot of suitors for him because he's been really good for Sheriff. And, you know, I assume that maybe even Dinamo Zagreb will throw their name into the hat for his um, services. But we'll see what happens with that. And um, like I said, it, it's, a, it's a big summer for for the back line. And Milan Rodic, someone I haven't mentioned, he's also been in the club since uh, July 2017. Uh, he's been great for us. When he's healthy, he is one of the best players. Uh, scored a key goal against Braga uh, in the first match day of Europa League. He's just a very consistent player, very solid. Uh, picks up some nicks and knacks here and there, but he just plays a lot of minutes. And I think, you know, Stankovic rests him whenever he feels that he does need a rest and he just doesn't want to overwork him. And that makes sense. Again, there's no real replacement for him either. Um, so Gobelic either plays left back or, or right back. And, and same with the guy. If we give Milan Rodic a break or we just go with um, uh, three center backs and then we just play with wing backs. Um, but that that's, that's an issue that we've had at the club for four years now where we haven't had a legitimate uh, replacement at left back for when when Rodic is out and it's, it's a makeshift back line. And then, you know, you kind of suffer with with guys not performing at the position, although you can't really blame them because they just don't play 
it's not their position. They they just don't have a lot of matches at their feet, as we say. Um, so I think if if Rodic does walk, you're going to have to get a left back and then you're going to have to get him an alternate left back as well. Now, again, if that comes from, you know, the U21's Grafichar, for the right back situation, uh, Nikola Stankovic is someone who played um, as a midfielder. Now he's, from what I've read, he's kind of shifting over to a right back. And maybe, you know, Red Star see this as an, as a viable option, you know, bringing in Stankovic and letting him play right back, um, you know, for, for when either Gobelic or Gaic are gone. And, you know, kind of thinking ahead a little bit here. And he was, he's 18, so he has a lot of, you know, he's very young. He has a lot of time to um, kind of get his feet under him. But I believe he was with the club last, um, maybe even two summers ago for, uh, you know, the the preseason. So he has some experience with being with, with the first team. So that's always great, even though, it, I mean, he didn't play much. But having that experience... It's just one less thing to kind of worry about when he when he does join the team. So that's a viable option as well. Um, you know, the defensive midfielders, you know, we brought in Kristicic, who hasn't really been that great uh, either. He's 31. Um, you have Sonogo, who's 32 years of age. His contract is done um, December of 2022. Um, we have Kanga, who's at the club until June 2023 and he's 31 so a lot of aging players but there are younger players who can possibly step in i've talked about glowingly about Njegos Petrovic Avelko Nikolic is out for i think an extended period of time he re-injured um i think it's his hamstring or something um so he's out of the fold and you have a guy like Petr Stanic who's still only 20 and he's getting more and more playing time and he's at the club until 2025 and so is Rakovic um so we'll look to see if you know if if you know we we can kind of play them in, in that position as well. But that's not. I don't want to say it's not a position of concern, because I think offers will be made for Kanga. Um, we'll see if Red Star does take up any of those offers. But in the back line, I would say, obviously, right back is a player that you that you need to bring in, or if you're going to resign, even if you resign either either Gaich or, or Gobelich. You're going to need an alternate uh, right back as well. And uh, like I said, Stankovic could be maybe that player that can play that position now. Um, the left back as well. We'll see what happens with the Rodic. I think a few months ago I read that the club was willing to let him walk so he can, you know, join an, a team and, you know, make some more money, so to say, um, outside of the domestic league. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But the back line... Center back, I think, is okay for now, but left back and right back are, are glaring um, weaknesses for the team and, and just players out of contract. Uh, so that's something to watch. Like I said, defensive midfield positions, I don't I don't expect much to happen. Like even if you do sell Kanga, again, you have a guy like Njegos Petrovic or Veliko Nikolic who could, who could step into that position. Um, Richard Odada is getting a lot of playing time at Metalets as well. He's unknown there, so. You know, he should come back a little bit hungrier. He played two or three matches and he was just awful for, for the first team. Felt like he, he attempted six passes and five of them were just straight to the opponent, which they hit Red Star in the counterattack with. And I'm not even joking. Like, it's literally what happened. I couldn't believe my eyes. And um, and Stankovic after the game, after the match, wasn't very happy. He didn't call him out, but he said, you know, some players maybe aren't ready for, for, the, for the Red Star jersey yet. And he was definitely talking about Odada. But he's been playing for Metalets. 
and he's been gaining more and more experience. So we'll see how he handles that when he does get back. Maybe he gets loaned out again to yet another you know, team in the top flight where he can gain even more experience. Again, he's a very young player. I think he's 19, 20, maybe even 21, but still very young. Um, so we'll see what happens there. On the wings, honestly, this club needs speed. Um, there are no fast players. Uh, long gone are, are the days of Nemanja uh, Radonich, who used to give, you know, left backs and right backs headaches with his speed. He's bounced around a little bit now with, he went to Marseille and then here to Berlin and now he's at Benfica, but he's bounced around quite a bit since Red Star sold him. And um, yeah, I, I think this team is very old and very slow, which is a very dangerous combination to have, if you ask me. So I think in terms of getting a um, a very fast player like Vilko Birmančević was someone who was on Red Star's target or radar and then he left for Malmo and he's doing great things there. Received some call-ups to the national team. He's really going to be, I think, he's going to be one of those players pushing to, to go to the World Cup in 2022 in Qatar. Uh, so he's done very well for himself. And his price, since he honestly left for Malmo, has skyrocketed. So... We'll see what happens with that. Filippo Falco really hasn't lived up to the expectations. Uh, his contract is done in June of end of June 2023, so he's still here for a while for now at least. Um, there's some clubs from from Serie B that are interested in him, from what we've been hearing and from what I've been reading. So we'll see what happens. I just uh, he just really hasn't showed much, and he's been given numerous numerous chances. The team's been shorthanded for. A bunch of games this season whether it was the domestic league or europa league and stankovic didn't really even go to him so you know it kind of shows you where we are with with falco here and uh, you, you know he's uh he's not a fast player but he has a really good left foot which he hasn't really displayed since he's been here um he scored some goals maybe two or three some had some good passes but i think when he plays with ivanich and katai you know, they're kind of the guys who have the ball at their feet most of the time, and he's kind of left watching, which I maybe he's just not used to. I think he's very, um, on his other teams, I think he's been main focal point going forward, and now when he has to take a back seat, uh, it's just not working out for him. Um, so we'll see what happens with him as well. I wouldn't be shocked if he sold uh, in in this winter transfer window. Um like I said, there were Serie B teams interested, and I think there was a, a, a couple Turkish teams as well who had shown interest in him. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, Rishad Jokic hasn't worked out as well. He's kind of like similar to Diony. He just doesn't look hungry out there, and he's a very fast player. Uh, the teams used him, you know, as a as a center forward. They've used him as a wing player. They've they've kind of tried him in numerous different positions, and it just hasn't worked out. He just doesn't look hungry. Uh, apparently, he has an injury as well. I don't know how much of that I'm gonna believe. Um, basically what Sankovic stated about a week or two ago. We'll see what happens with him as well. Um, he's I think he's the most paid player on this team, um, and he hasn't lived up to it, not even close to, to what the team was expecting. And when you've bounced around, you know, five, six different teams in five, six years, uh, it really shows, you know, the inconsistency that he has in his game. He joined Sheffield United last season, um, and he just... I thought maybe this is, you know, the big stage Premier League. Maybe he'll be able to do something. It was much of nothing, to tell you the truth. He didn't play much either, but he's just, this is why he's bounced around, you know, to a bunch of different teams. Um, so it, it, it's it been a huge miss. So, you know, Zivkovic has been a miss. 
I spoke brief, briefly about Felipe Falco miss as well. Uh, Diony, thank God he was only on loan, um, and you know he's gonna go separate ways soon. As his loan expires, you know, looking up top, you have someone like Milan Pavkov, and that's about it. Lazovic, oh sorry, Marko Lazovic is slowly starting to get playing time. I'm really high on him. He's a he he's got some stature to him, and he's a speedy guy. Um, you know, meter ninety two. That's like six, probably like six four, six five, and he has he has quite a bit of speed. So now in this winter transfer market, um. Oki Omianfo, apologize for the pronunciation, he is signing with Red Star um, as of January. So for Molde, he ha- in 104 appearances, he has 59 goals and 13 assists, which is very good. Um, 29 goals last season in 39 appearances, only one assist, but I'm not really worried about that as a as a focal point and as a, as a number one striker really looking forward to seeing him actually um we haven't had a striker who can kind of score on a on a regular basis since since probably Richmond Boachi and and Alexander Pesic and Alexander Pesic is doing great things in in Turkey scoring a lot of goals there setting up a lot of goals so Oki I'm 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 excited to see because he scores a lot of goals I think he ranks in the top four or five in all of Europe I think not just he doesn't play in the top five leagues, obviously, but just in goal scoring period. Uh, so I'm excited to see him. I'm going to have to watch a lot of his videos, but, you know, to kind of get up to speed with him. But he's really blossomed in Molde, and I'm I'm very happy to see him here just because if if, if Milan Palkov isn't performing, we really don't have anyone else to go to. And it's not fair to put the burden on a 17-year-old, you know, Marko Lazetic who's still trying to get his you know feet under him. Like I said, he's only 17 years old. It looks like he's going to have a really bright future. But the, the issue I have with this was, you know, Red Star could have signed um, Ohi in, in, the, in the summer transfer window, but they waited for his contract to be up with Molde so they didn't have to pay a transfer fee. And we knew that, you know, Stryker was going to be uh, a potential weakness of this team. But I think... This is why we brought in Diony, just so he can kind of patch up the holes until January, until he goes back. And then, you know, you kind of bring in, bring in Ohi and it's a clean slate and, you know, you're going to go forward with him, so to say. But it, it's worked out awful for the team. Uh, it's been really bad. And Paco has been really the only, the only um, striker who has scored at a kind of at a decent clip, I guess. Um, and he's pretty much the only striker who can score. Like I mentioned, Diony and, and Zikwe just haven't really um, been great for the team uh, this season. But, you know, like I said, if you're not willing to pay a fee, then, you know, you, you can't really uh, be concerned with with lack of production. So if you take a look at the team this um, this season, Kata has the most goals with 15 you have Mirko Ivanic with 12, you have Ben with 8, and then you have Pavkov at 7 um, in 18 matches, which is pretty good. But uh, you need you need, um, you need need a really good striker who can score on a consistent basis. And like I said, we had that with Richmond Boachi and, and Alexander Pesic when he was on the team. And since they've left, we've kind of been searching. 
with various different players at that position, and we just haven't really worked it out. And then we just keep going back to Pavkov, and and I like Pavkov. I think he does a lot of different th- things for this for this team. We always talk about you know his ability to score goals. Period with his you know headed goals, and he has really good hold up play as well, um, which allows you know a lot of the attackers to kind of get open in 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 Kata and and Ivanich and whatnot. So you know he does a lot more for this team than just than just score goals, but. Like I said, we've been we've been really struggling to to find a player to kind of step up since since um, since Boachi and and uh, Peršić have left, um, and that's that's pretty much it. We'll see what happens with with Stanković going forward. I think all a lot depends on how this season goes and how it ends, and and you know how well Red Star does. Um, just to kind of update, we probably have to beat Braga in the last uh, match of um, Europa League group stage because let's assume that Mitterland is going to beat Ludogorets, who has one point um, from from five matches. So I think it's fair to assume that Mitterland will probably beat uh, Ludogorets, and then you're going to have to, you know, beat Braga. And I actually do believe in this team. As much as I say, you know, we haven't really lived up to the to the hype or, or we haven't played up to our level. Uh, when, when the big matches come, our, our best players usually perform pretty well, which we saw against Braga in the first match. So I'm, I think that we can do this. I think Braga does let in quite a bit of goals, uh, in this Europa league. And, you know, they allowed two against us. They allowed three against Mitterland in the, in the last match. And I believe they allowed two against Ludogorets, who has had a really tough time scoring period. Um, sure they scored four, but you know, they also led into, so, so yeah, that's just kind of, um, to wrap up this winter transfer window again, left back and right back need to be taken care of. Uh, the center of midfield, I think is, is okay. is fine. You know, we have, oh, coming in as, as a, as a striker. And I think that's going to fix a lot of the problems, the goalkeeping. I'm not really worried about. We have three really good goalkeepers. We still have Milan Borjan there, uh, Zoran Popovic and um Gordic so that that's a position that I'm least worried about and I think a lot of fans are least worried about as well it's just a question of who um which fan wants to see you know kind of be the number one keeper and all three guys honestly have really good uh really good stats and have had really good matches for Red Star this season but uh yeah this uh this podcast can be heard obviously on Anchor which is where I post it and then it gets uh distributed to, to Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts um, Spotify. So, um, wherever you like to listen to, you can hear this podcast and make sure to follow me. So, you know, you get all the, um, updates on the latest, uh, podcast. So thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you again sometime down the road.